Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. What's up? Michael Jordan just out of nowhere gave $120 million to Gordon Hayward. And now the Boston Celtics are trying to get the most that they can in some sort of sign-and-trade here as Celtics fans are, are, are a bit beside themselves, I feel like. I feel like it was, in the beginning, the whole Hayward thing was sort of split, and now I feel like it's changed drastically. So, of course, we'll get into that. Also, uh... Uh, the two newest uh, players who, who agreed to sign in the Celtics, Tristan Thompson and uh, Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. I mean, we'll get into that as well. I feel like some people are way more excited about uh, Tristan Thompson than I am, but maybe you two can talk me into it. I don't All know. right. Maybe you two you. are more excited than I am. We'll see where you guys are. But uh, uh, first things first, guys. Gordon Hayward. I mean, obviously, we, we knew after the, the, the two days after uh, when they pushed the deadline that there was a good chance that the Celtics would be able to execute a, a sign and trade. Either one of you upset that the that another uh, team wasn't involved here, whether it was the Indiana Pacers or, or or another option. Like, I mean, obviously, we're all surprised about the Charlotte Hornets coming in there and and offering him all that money. But what part of it do you feel was Gordon Hayward thinking? Okay, maybe I'm better off staying here. Maybe I'm better off going to Indiana, or or should I just go to Charlotte and start all over? I mean, what, what do you guys think his thought process was? So I I think originally. That Gordon wanted to go to Indiana. He was like, $100 million sounds great from the team I want to go to, right? But then I do think that Danny Ainge was legitimately trying to get a sign and trade done without including Miles Turner, which seems like it's obvious. He didn't want anything to do with Miles Turner, which, hey, I don't know if anyone here was like, Miles Turner is the answer. I just thought we thought, we all thunk like, you're not going to get better. Than Miles Turner. Like, you're not going to be able to sign a better Miles Turner in free agency with cap room, whatever the case right. is. Right. So, if Michael Jordan steps in and says, I'm going to give you $20 million more million than what anybody else has ever even thought about giving you. 
That's huge. So I think, I think honestly, that's why things changed so drastically and why that Woj bomb that said Gordon was going to the Hornets, they were like, what? I thought we were trying to trade him to the Pacers, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think the way I look at it is Ainge ha- sort of has Charlotte a little bit over the barrel to say that they need to do a sign and trade or they need to figure out what trash on their roster plus young player they're going to move that would be much harmful to their team than just doing a sign and trade with the Celtics. Yeah, I think that's what happened with Indiana. I think Miles Turner was the centerpiece of the deal. Whether the Celtics were ecstatic about him having three years attached to that deal, I think that's a another t- another conversation. I think the part that made it difficult for Danny Ainge to pull a trigger was Indiana saying, okay, take pieces A, B, and C with you along with Turner because we don't want these contracts anymore. We can't trade them, and we don't see a future with these guys. Doug McDermott maybe was in there. Maybe there's a couple other names. But when you hear a name like TJ Warren, it's like, wait, wait a minute. Why would Indiana pull off a trade like that when they can go out and sign him outright? Yeah. And TJ Warren don't put together the best, you know, stretch of games that he has since he's been in in the in Indiana. I just don't see a realistic uh trade package that would have benefited the Celtics because at the end of the day, you're the Pacers. You're you're gonna win that trade no matter what. Right. And I think Miles Turner Man. was the centerpiece of a trade, but I think it may have been a little too much for the Celtics to take on those those contracts. So from Real quick, on a Celtics perspective, I think you win the trade either way. But I also, because I think if you get Miles Turner back and Doug McDermott back for Gordon Hayward, who can't stay on the floor healthy, he didn't want to invest money in him anyways, right? Right. You would win that trade, but I think at the same time, Danny's looking at it like, like, I don't need to take back these, I don't need to be force fed these players that maybe I don't want long term because both of those players have years left on their contract. So then it's just another headache for you to figure out. So, um, I, I, that, that's why I think it sort of went south. And I feel like all like the, the way the Boston media portrayed it is closed minded. It's instant reaction type thing because I what think do you we, mean? we all had the instant reaction. Like, why would you ask for TJ Ward and Victor Oladipo? That's ridiculous. That, just take what they gave you. But that's just it though. I think there was too many conflicting reports. Mm-hmm. I think. Danny legitimately tried to sign Gordon Hayward for $100 million. I feel like both of them spoke and Danny was like, look, this is what we're, this is what we're, we're prepared to offer you. And maybe Gordon was like, you know what? If you can pull it off, try to trade me to the, to the Pacers. If not, I'll stay here. So then when you hear conflicting reports of Danny's being offered Miles Turner and McBuckets, but he wants either Warren or Oladipo. That's where that's where the conflicting reports get get a little murky because it's like, wait a minute, what exactly is the the offer? Because we don't know what the offer is. I think it makes sense though because I think Danny and Gordon probably talked, and then there was like, here, I either sign here, but realistic, if you're gonna pay me this money, and Indiana, my agents already talked to Indiana, and that's really where I want to go. Yeah, and they're gonna pay me the same amount of money. But at that, figure out a sign and trade to make both things happen. I got you. I got you. you. Know but at mean? that point, though, no one knows what Indiana is is gonna offer Hayward contract wise. So maybe that's why Danny, or we at least the report for all of us watching, were like, "Oh, Danny's trying to be greedy. Danny's trying to like you know maximize." You know the the value, but we don't know what 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 the Pacers were uh, and, were offering. But now it comes out that you know a couple of days later, or actually the Pacers and the Celtics both offered him a hundred million dollars. 
And then you have you have the report of Michael Jordan calling him Friday night. First day of free agency. I was into free agency. 120, four years. And I'm sure the Celtics and the Pacers were, were like, like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. This, exactly. this is easy. And, yeah, but not and, only that, but what do you think the language of that conversation was, right? If I'm Michael Jordan, look, we were here four years ago. Yeah. I told you back then, going back to Utah is a bad move. And I'm telling you right now, going back to Boston is a bad move. Let's do this now. You can be a top option. You can be uh, one of the top guys paid. Everyone's going to respect you because of the veteran leadership that you're going to bring. And all, none of these guys have even been remotely, you know, whether he was healthy or not, you know, deep playoff run, all that good stuff. I just think Michael Jordan just sweet talked him. And it's like, who's going to say no to that? Especially a team like the Horns. I mean, this team isn't at the bottom of the barrel, right? Well, I mean, it's not in the cellar of the league. Until Terrell Ozier says, ah, this motherfucker. What? (laughs) Nah, I mean, this is, this is the reason why they're they're in the predicament they're in with Batum, right? They're known to overpay for free agents. For middling free agents. Did anybody, when you're the Charlotte Hornets, did anybody think that Gordon Hayward was going to get $30 million a year? Well, I, Throughout there, the no. Knicks. I thought the Knicks would be the only team that would offer, and they did. Yeah. They offered him two years, yeah. and I said, and, I, was like, and I was thinking, yeah, exactly. If if Van Fleet stays, or if he goes elsewhere, the Knicks will have all that money, and they'll just throw it at him. Yeah, which we th- we that's I what think, I thought. Was I think if happen, we were yeah. all sitting here and the Knicks did this four years at 120 for Gordon Hayward, like, oh, of course they did. We'd be like those idiots, right. like fine, see you later. Right. But since it was Charlotte, everyone's like, well, you know, you know, and it's like it just, it just, and, it just and, you makes know, me fun. it just makes me laugh though with the whole does. like the fact that they didn't want to give Kemba 40, but they're willing to give Gordon Hayward three years later, yeah, 30, which is like which ends up being I think 30 to 35 million dollars over the course of a of that contract that they would have been paying over. Yeah, I mean, and, for, it, and if they don't get rid of Batoon, it's like they're paying forty to to uh, to Hayward because yeah. they got to pay that extra nine million for three years. So the way I look at this, the way I look at this is that, is that the Celtics aren't really losing much, but if because Danny Ainge can get, a, I think I the way the way I'm seeing it play out is that the worst possible way it's going to happen is. That we're going to get a trade exception for it. And I don't really believe in the trade exceptions because that you don't normally sit on your books for like three years you and you're like, years, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, we got a trade exception. And it's like, that oh, doesn't mean anything, but still you get something back. Uh, and, and unless somehow the Hornets, which they've never done this, is they're able to flip a tomb and a first for like Russell Westbrook or some shit. Yeah. And, and like that, that shit's not going to no, happen. Not, no, no. The worst thing I think is that nothing happens, and I think the Hornets are willing. If no, if, if trade talks goes go south, they're, nothing they're, nothing can't happen. But that's what I'm trying to explain to you. They could say, "Fuck it, we'll just waive Batum, Batum, and we'll pay the the extra nine million for three years, dead money, whatever." But we don't have to we don't have to give anything to the Celtics. Yeah. The trade exception, though. If that does happen, it has to be used within a year. So it's not like it's like it just sits there. But I do think that that was their original thought. They were like, fuck the Celtics. Fuck it. Fuck Danny Ainge. We're going to sign Hayward. And that day when it was all about like maybe a sign and trade, maybe a sign and trade, yeah. that all of a sudden like we're going to wave Batum. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, there you go. They can fit him in. But like then probably they realized that's a horrible financial decision. Like to no, get it is, it is, but, but to have nine million dollars in your cap for four years, that's not good. They haven't really been making financial great decisions, you know, over the last few years. The last one was Terry Rozier. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that bad. It could be a lot worse. It's been I a lot worse. I, I'm telling you, I was really hoping that Terry Rozier was just going to be flipped and, back to the Celtics. And the Celtics got a sign and trade in that deal as well. They did. So, well, how do we feel about Tristan Thompson? All right, 
because Christian Thompson, uh, I mean, he put together easily his best season in Cleveland. Uh, that's why I say they like that in Cleveland, because I think sometimes that can be a skewed a bit. But, to, you know, credit to the guy, obviously a veteran, a champion. He brings that championship pedigree uh, from 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers team. But my question is, guys, how much does this does this move put the Celtics in position to 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 overthrow the heat? You know, and obviously I'm talking about Bam Adebayo and, you know, matching that sort of intensity. Don't get me wrong. Defensively, he's intense. I like what he brings to the table. But is he going to protect the rim? Is Kenny bang with Bam? Does he have enough strength? Because if that's the, if that's the case, then okay, you the Southerners have found their upgrade to Cancer. But for people out there saying that this could be an upgrade to Tice, pump the brakes for a second and let's wait to see how this thing plays out. Okay, because Tice had a hell of a season last year, regardless of what happened in Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, okay, he got overmatched, but he put together one hell of a series, one hell of a fight. And if we're not upgrading that position, at least not right now. Let's not just get way too overly excited about Tristan Thompson coming to Boston. All right. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, a, f- a few things considering those, well, I don't know what, six or seven hours after, you know, you, you learned that, that the Celtics were pre- pretty much going to get nothing for Gordon Hayward and all these, and all these free agents were getting signed left and right. And you're like, oh, all right, yeah. what the hell is, the, what the hell is Celtics going to do now? Thompson, that, that was like Saturday night. That yeah, was there, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So then you're like, all right. While they're still trying to battle the, to see if the, uh, time Everyone's trade. Everyone's getting signed. Yeah. Right? While you try to like, you know, like, no, we want something back for Gordon Hayward. Bro, everyone's getting Get signed. somebody else. Figure something out in the right. meantime. Right. So you sign Thompson and then I think pretty sure most of the nation was just like, oh, okay. You know, that's not the worst thing in the world, right? right? Trishan Thompson over, I don't know, who, who else, who else was even available for that price, by the way, because he was, he got a, he got a fat contract after the 2016. Well, people were talking about Trez, talking about Drummond, uh, Drummond, or talking about, um, what's the dude? White from, Tide. From Toronto, no, um, Ibaka. Oh, well, he got, he got the same money. Yeah, but th- that's not Boston. Yeah, like, yeah. LA is LA. Alright, like, th- let's face it, if the Celtics, if the Celtics got to the finals, maybe they're a bit more attractive. Maybe, you know, a player honestly, like that would take a pay cut, but. I, I would, I, I would honest, I would argue that Tristan Thompson's the best player out of that, that, those names you just said. That's a bad argument. <laughs> better, better than Montrose Harrell? <laughs> yes, the fucking six man of the year candidate? Yeah. yeah but I'll, the thing is, though, I'll the thing is, though, hold on, hold on, hold on. But there, wait, did, did you watch him in the bubble? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, let's let's let's. Did rewind. you watch him? Just let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Hold on. Ass I also, yeah, I also watched Paul George, but it doesn't mean he ain't one of the top players. Out, in the game. I'm out, just saying, though. I'm just saying, Tristan Thompson has has done what he's done for a very long time, and there's a reason why. For the the striving Cavaliers. Wait, there's a reason. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Forget the Cavaliers without LeBron James. When when LeBron James was on that team. Tristan Thompson was a guy that he said, I'm not going to play here without him getting signed long term. Now, horrible business decision. I don't decision. like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know, no, I know, I hear you. <laughs> hey, hey, horrible business right. decision. But I'm saying for LeBron to see that in this type of player, um, and we all saw what he did in the playoffs against the Celtics, series in and series out. Yeah, this but guy I don't know, killed Sean. us. You chill, and, you chill, and, you've been chilling Cleveland the last few years. You haven't competed for a championship in four years. Did you years. just say he had his best year last year? He did for the Cavaliers. But, yes, but that—that's what I'm saying. Like this guy will bring in a veteran presence, 
on a team that isn't a bunch of scrubs like it was in Cleveland. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, I agree with that. And but I is also, that, that going to put this team over the top? Yes. Is he going to be a starter? Yes. He's a starter? I think he's going to start. And you know, know what I also that. think? He might end the games. I don't know if he's going to start. I, I think he will. I, I think there's I think a chance. Depending on matchups, I think you put Tice, Tice and, you and put, Thompson. And you put yep. Thompson in. Because there. I think Thompson can play the four. Well, so we're going to take Tatum out the lineup? I'd, I'd switch. No, Tatum, Tatum is the three. Brown the is the two. Fuck you ain't taking Tatum out the lineup. Is the one. Smart obviously comes off the bench. When did Tatum not play the four this year in the starting lineup? Okay. Hold on. <laughs> so that's what I'm asking. I'm hold trying on. to, I'm trying to go into your head. I'm trying to live in your head right let now. Me, depends, let me, let me, let me explain on, it. it. Depends on matchups. Depends on matchups. But go ahead. But I, I just, I feel like for what you need him to do, you don't, you don't need a Montrezl Harrell numbers from this dude. Listen, the Montrezl Harrell numbers. I, I was big in uh, on Harrell. I, I liked him from Louisville back in the day in Louisville. I liked him. But yeah, then but he- hold on a second. Screw the numbers, man. I'm just talking about can he, can this dude go toe to toe with Bam? I'll I'll take Trez to go toe to toe over Tristan. Like that's my point. No, everyone's oh double double double. I'm not saying Tristan Thompson can't put up a double double. Sure he can. And I'm not saying that the Celtics can't benefit from offensive rebounding. Hell yeah, they can, especially at the end of games. But defensively, did you really push the needle here? Listen, you yes, upgraded you cancer. Did. You upgraded you cancer. Okay. No, 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 no. Time out. That and, and that, that part too. I can't go beyond that because at guess least not why? right now. Guess why? You have a veteran. Cancer was a veteran too. You have a veteran that has been proven to be able to play in the big games, right? How many times you see Tristan Thompson like foul out of a game, right? The biggest problem with Tice defending Bam was that there'll be three fouls by the third quarter. Yeah, and Because you he's outmatched, Sean. When you foul somebody, it's because the other dude is way better than you. That's, but that's what but also, But also, I've watched Tristan Thompson play against the best bigs for a couple of years now in high leverage situations. And hold his own. Like, Tristan Thompson was never a guy that you're looking at as like, yo, get that guy out the game. He can't play. Right. Like, I think that if you put him I think he's a solid in this, defender. in this situation. No, I'm not saying, look, he is a solid defender. I'm just saying that one on one, I don't know. We'll see. I know. I think that when we were talking about, remember after the whole BAM thing, after the whole heat but thing. But you get me though. People, we, are, people are almost like calling this dude, like, they're treating him like he's like Draymond or something, man. Like, no, he was. He's he, a scrappy dude, but he, like, let's pump the brakes. Uh, uh, I mean, off, who's a better offensive rebounder in the Eastern Conference? He's than the Tristan best. Thompson? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he led the league last year. Yeah. Okay. Or and, in, in and, the East. And, and, and was he able to play against Draymond in the finals? Those was, was Draymond dominating this guy in the finals? Was Bogut dominating was these Sean, guys in the finals? That's my point though. Like, when you're playing on a team like the Cleveland Cavaliers, your numbers are going to be inflated. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, okay, that's fine. If you got a if you got a guy like Tatum and Brown, well, what Sean's and saying, Campbell, unless you're Draymond, and you're no. looking and you're yeah. looking Draymond for needs Steph in the you're looking oh, no. for. I mean, I mean, honestly, if we got a center, Sean saying for those four years, for those four years that they were going to the finals, he was an important piece. I agree with that. A very important, very important piece. piece. And if you get a guy, four years, man. If you get, a, but if you get a guy, that's on LeBron put on a Cavaliers uniform, man. Hold up, how old is Tristan? Thompson? I was way this was, 29. How, how old is Tristan? Thompson? 29, 29. So twenty nine. He's literally in his prime right now, and he has best year last year, playing the same teams the Celtics yeah. played. And if you thought he was motivated, you know, playing on a shitty Cavs team, you think he's gonna be what about motivated when he comes now? here now? I yeah. get it, man. I'm not saying that he's not gonna Swear, be motivated. I'm, I'm not saying, saying he's not gonna be talented, but I'm saying people are getting way too excited I'm and, saying, and thinking that this guy's gonna be like you, you have know, the you answer. Have, he's gonna be the reason they get to the finals. Honestly, honestly, he's going to be. I think that Tristan Thompson will be a key. Cog in this, well, obviously you're paying nine million. Yeah, no, ten million, right? No, even yo, even uh, all money aside, on paper, yeah, he has to be. 
No, he will be though. Can you imagine what what uh, shape this team would be but if they didn't get Thompson? Like that front court. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, like if if you're if you're talking about last year's, we we talked about this at the end of the the Heat series. We said, hey, I even said, everybody was talking about how our biggest weakness was big men, and I didn't believe it until we went up against Bam and Bam dominated us all every every day of the week. Mm. You take out Cantor, you have another year of Robert Williams. You add in Tristan Thompson. I don't try to forget about Robert. And you still got you still got Tice as your anchor, as your as your proven anchor. And like All right, so then we're on the same page then. That's no, what I'm talking about. Tristan Thompson though is like I think he's going to be the best big man we have on the team this year. He could be. Like I, I, I'm still give, I still give Tice that crown, man. I fine, know. and you know what? I'll, I'll, but, but honestly, I think it's rude. Tyson, to, to say to say Tyson's job's in here, trouble, I'm like, wow, that you were being rude. This is this is why I say this. I remember, and I love the way Thompson defends the pick and roll. By the way, don't that, yeah. that's big too. But and and he, Tice, Tice has come a long way. He knows how to play. Tice has come a long basketball. way with that that pick and roll defense, he, though. He knows how to play playoff basketball. He knows how to play on a I get it, high he functioning just hasn't, team. He hasn't been there yet, but I've right. been in a while. But here's I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm going to say: If LeBron there left Cleveland been, in 2018, I bet he left. He left 2016 or here, 17. There is um. There's also the fact that 18 actually. When Tice goes up against Tristan Thompson, it's not pretty. Tristan Thompson. So what you? I got to worry about them going against each other. That's not going to happen, man. That's, I'm, not, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about mano y mano. You're talking about how Tyson's I'm, light years ahead of so you're Tristan telling, Thompson. You're telling me he can dominate the guy who can't compete with Bam. How does that help me? You're try. Okay, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that it's a. It's an advancement. It's a, it. Tristan Thompson is a better basketball player than Daniel Tice. No, but you're saying that he can dominate Tice. Um, okay, I need someone who can dominate Bam. Okay, I don't, I don't care if he can dominate fine. Tice. That's fine. Tice wasn't able to dominate Bam, so if you get someone that can dominate Tice, then okay, maybe they can. Yeah. Maybe they can <laughs> keep up with else. Bam. Yeah, oh, that's God. what I'm saying. And if you got both of them, and I'm not gonna lie, Tice didn't do I'm a bad not, job against. That's a, that's a Tice didn't do a bad job against Bam. Tice just got in foul trouble against Bam. That was the problem. So if if you get a guy that is equal. To putting a and, and 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 Bam isn't the fucking end all be all of the Eastern right, Conference, right? But I'm not ready. To I mean, just you got to talk about Giannis. You got to talk about. I'm not ready to give up Durant. You got to talk about those players. But like Tice is going to be fine, and Tice may even be the starter at the start of the season. But you're going to see what you all said. You're going to see a lot of Tyson and, and Tristan on the same same floor, and I think you're going to be okay. I think to summarize. It's only been two years since Thompson's been in the playoffs. This is the book report of the of the argument we just had. Okay, Somewhere. and yeah, but that that it's run, the Clef notes, right? That run <laughs> that that run was awful. But okay, but that run, but they went to the finals regardless. They beat they beat the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? Like where everyone everyone thought the Celtics were going to win that series. Okay, so that's number Who one. That? Tristan Besides Thompson, Vince Carter, who else Tristan thought Thompson that has stuck win that his in Boston for the past. For yeah, so has Drummond, so has anyone that can really rebound at a high level. That's what they do no, when they come to about, Boston. Talking about playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, either way. Like, and, and and how did he dominate? Rebounding and defense. Okay, I love that. Give me fucking rebounding and defense. But, Thank you. I would love that. I would love the Celtics to have a rebounding and defense guy. They've never had that since Kevin Garnett. So he could. They've never had a guy like Tristan Thompson since Kevin Garnett. So, so he can, so he can be, uh, that same Tristan Thompson without, without the king, you know, in his ear. All right. We saw it last right. year. And I think we Jason, didn't see it last year. Jason Tatum, Jason he didn't have Tatum, the squad to, to fucking show it. Jaden Brown, Kemba Walker. That's a lot. That's arg- arguably close to as much talent as they had. No, no, but see, here's the difference. Minus Kemba, 
both Tatum, Brown, Tice. I'll put Tice in there. All three of these guys, in my opinion, they're gonna look better. I believe that. Unless yeah. Tice, unless Tice gets hurt. Yeah. Thompson and, is Thompson. And, and that's not a bad thing. Thompson is good. Said, I but think those we, three guys are still getting better. Yeah, Tice, we, we agree Tice with you. Earn that position. Don't just give it to Thompson like no, that. No, but when, we're because, not. Because, oh, he ain't got championship. Wait, 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 wait I am. Wait, wait a minute. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I okay. think Thompson's a starter. No, but they both could be starters. I don't understand why it's got to be one or the they other. They could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bam, I mean, is, I'm Bam okay is only. smart coming off the bench. Bam is only an inch or two taller well, than if Tice. That, if, if that's the case, then he's not an upgrade from Tice, okay? <laughs> well, I, I never said he was. I just felt like he was, he was someone Sean that. Sean is. I feel like he's I, someone. Sean's convinced himself. Because first you said it, first you were with me that he's, he's an upgrade from cancer. Now you're like, oh no, this dude can beat out Tice. I'm like, oh, wait no, a no, no. I'm, I'm saying he's, the, the way you build your team, is you lost Cantor? You bring in Tristan Thompson. That's what I'm saying. It's an That's upgrade. That's a huge upgrade. Exactly. It's but an upgrade. And for people, and for the front court, and then for the Celtics fans who are like, "Oh, well, the fucking fire Danny. He didn't do anything." Wait, what? Are you insane? If he didn't bring Cantor, I mean, if he didn't bring in, uh, if he didn't bring in, so I'm confused. Do you do you like this? Thompson signing? I like if he didn't bring in Thompson or bring in the the you know a shooter that the, the two voids that they need then this team would be in a hell of a lot of trouble. You like Thompson? I like Thompson, but there's two crowds to the Celtics fans that that I don't drive care me nuts. about them. They're stupid. Well, they listen to us and help us out. Here. I guess so. All right, you're not stupid. <laughs> One side is like, oh, you guys are idiots. This guy's a champion. Like all of a sudden, this dude is like, I don't even know what to compare him to. Draymond Green, I guess. He's like, oh, you're you're bringing this champion, you know, veteran. You're gonna bring this and that and the other. And then there's the other side that's like, oh, why didn't you go get Trez? Or why didn't you go get Ibaka? Fire Danny. Th- those guys signed for the same money, and you're paying Tristan Thompson. It's like, well, yo, you, do you guys not understand that, like, out of the list of teams that, that wanted those two top guys, which I much would have preferred, Ibaka, especially Ibaka, Boston is, is not that attractive because no. L.A., the two L.A.s are favorites to win it all. Ibaka went where? The Clippers? Yeah. To the Clippers. To fill in the Trez void. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then at this, I'm telling you, and, 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 yo, correct me if I'm wrong, but even if the Celtics make the finals, I think that would have helped their chances. Cause maybe one of those guys say, you know what? I think no matter what, if I'm, if I hop on this team, we're yeah. going to go to the finals and, I lost, and I'll be LA in the finals. I lost a lot of respect for Montrez Harrell, actually. Well, I mean, I didn't like the way he you, acted in the bubble. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but did you he hear? surprised me. No, I'm, I'm even talking about the fact that he was hardo, hardo. Fucking talking shit about the Lakers. Yeah, but so was Beverly was hard though too, and Beverly didn't come. To, he didn't come yeah, correct but, either to play. But listen though, he wasn't playing well. No, I ain't even did you guys about the play? I'm talking about that 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 you go you go talk shit about the Lakers. You say I would never go to the Lakers. All this shit, and then yeah, but if you, the oh, Lakers, yeah, 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 but did you see his interview though? The Clippers never reached out to him. I get it. I get it. But you oh, don't I thought go you were basing the fucking every... Lakers. This third, this twenty nine other the only team. The Lakers the only team offering you a good. Contract? You're gonna say no? That wasn't a good contract. That was a regular contract. So then, why did the Clippers offer it then? Because the Clippers probably realized, like, hey, you're gonna leave in free agency because we can't afford you. So, so you go where you're gonna get paid and where you feel wanted. Now, you know what I think, man? I think the Clippers they're just trying to change the culture, man. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're gonna trade Paul George, but there's a reason I think why there's Doc an option. And man. Montrez, and then I wouldn't be surprised. Lou, if Patrick Beverly, and they're saying Lou. They're saying Lou might be. Yeah, Lou. I wouldn't Lou, be surprised yeah. if Patrick Beverly's sort of out the door too yeah. in the trade. Because those guys are like the heart and soul of that team. But they were, and I think they tried to take that team of gritty ass motherfuckers who made it to the eight seed and and had. Gallinari there, yeah, and that whole squad, and made it to the eight seed, and made some noise, and then had two superstars, and they were like, 
actually, this doesn't work at all. <laughs> They're like, no, let's get some regular players in here. Not these it's fucking, the same thing. Ins- fucking insane people. It's the same thing that happened with the Celtics when, when Kyrie and, and Hayward were out. And then they were sure. like, oh, oh, you should add these two pieces and they're gonna, they're, they're gonna make the finals. No problem. Did the Clippers give Marcus Morris $64 million? Yeah, they did. That's insane. Wait, Morris? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marcus, yeah. Oh, so he's definitely staying? 64. Yeah, you got sixty-four million. Oh uh, shit! No, I knew. I, I four years. Mark, Mark last, got one. Last week they were decided. He's there was rumors that he was trying to decide between going with his brother or fucking staying there. Marquise got one veteran veteran minimum uh, for the Lakers. <laughs> and, the and apparently they share a bank account. That's what I saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, same agent too. Yeah, yeah. so they I think share, they left Rock Nation. They, they share yeah. a bank account. Yeah, they did. So yeah. you know, imagine how weird that's gonna be now. Mm. Uh, okay, going back to Tristan Thompson, real quick. Last point I want to make. Last point I want to make. I do think that we talked about the fact that the Celtics sort of lacked a little bit of a veteran presence, and I think he's going to be able to fill that void, but he's never done it before. Like, maybe he did it on the Cleveland teams that they had nothing to shoot for because they sucked, but that's what I'm going to look for out of Tristan Thompson. I'm going to look for a guy that says, hey – it's the fourth quarter, and I'm going to get in your face, like, right. in the playoffs. Like, I want to see that from him because they're right. He was LeBron's bitch, part of the bitch squad, right? Um, but he was there. He still knows what happened. He still knows how it works. And mm-hmm. I think if he's able to sort of pass that on to Tatum and Brown and sort of bring that energy, like, that, like sort of – Al Horford energy when we originally signed yeah. Al Horford, right? Yeah, right. Like there was Al Horford had that was been legit. it resonated with uh, everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Especially like, on the defensive end. Like there's a lot of Kardashian bullshit with Tristan Thompson, and that's that'll be a knock on him. It's just like all right, what if what if I mean obviously these are two different players, but like it's almost like yeah, it, but you they're, know, they're sort of the same at the same time. Well, no, no, in their no, career. I'm, I'm, I was just, I'm gonna say somebody else right now. What if like someone like I don't know Kevin Love? If Kevin Love went somewhere else. You could say the same stuff about Kevin Love. Oh man, championship pedigree. He did this and that, and but it's just like, but is he the same guy from the last two years? Okay, is okay. that the same player? Okay. I, I, Are you excited because you look back on those years and think, oh, that, I'm getting that same guy right now? I 100. A lot of time has passed since then. I 100 percent agree. LeBron's with, not with there. Like the I whole scenario is just different. I think Kevin Love is a little bit different because I think that Kevin Love, we've seen a decline in his play since LeBron has left. I think we've seen the same Tristan Thompson. When he's I think, healthy, yeah. I think and we should have seen Tristan Thompson been, his whole career. Yeah. He's been a solid, if not a double-double guy, near double-double guy. He brings, you know, a great defensive Sounds energy. Sounds like you're talking about Al Horford. Yeah, but all I'm, my point is I feel like the Celtics upgraded in their front court. period. I'm not saying he's better than player X. I'm not saying it, no. But I feel it's like depending on matchups, you're going to have him start with Tice. And those who are bashing Tice, I don't know what the hell they've been watching. Yeah, but suck Tyson, it off. Tice is very important. They wouldn't have brought him back if they didn't think he was important. Tice, Tice was one of the best players on the team last year. It's fair to say that Tice overachieved than that anybody thought he could I'll he could put, do because I'll everyone just assumed Kanter was going to be the starter when he got when he signed here originally I'll a year put it ago. This way, I have friends that watched NBA heavily in the South without a basketball team. They go to me and they go, you guys got some, you guys got some good front court talent there with Tice. Yeah. They're watching the games neutrally. Yeah. Seeing that. Well, because they're watching the good screens. They're watching the hard, they're you know, seeing, box out. They're, they're, they're like, a college basketball fan right. looking at our team saying that Tice is the real deal. Mm. And we're, we 
honestly, Celtics fans take advantage, um, take Tice for a, to, granted, for, for granted. granted. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Because you already knew what he could do offensively. But I don't think any, I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna speak for myself. I didn't think he had that in him defensively. Blocking shots. How many times he's, as he blocked onto the Kumpo this past, this, just this past season alone. Yeah. Um, his pick and roll deep, you know, like it's just, just things that I didn't think he had in him. And he proved it to me, at least. So I'll put it, I'll put it this way. I, I love Tice and I know he's a great player. I think Tristan Thompson's even a better player than Tice. I'm not knocking Tice by saying that. I'm saying, you got a guy that does more things than what Tice has done. And Tice has done a lot for our team. Only because he's been in the NBA longer. Not like taking all that other stuff aside, you know, going to the finals, playing with LeBron James. I feel like for his, for his career, he's proven that he's a worthy front court guy. Defense that the Celtics could benefit from big time. Defense and rebounding. Big man defense and rebounding. Offense, especially offensively. Like, if you thought Cantor was a beast on the offensive boards, Trisha Thompson is... But he's not a liability on the defense, either. He's like... He's like... I'm just saying saying offensive boards. He's like five times Cantor. It's fucked up, man. (laughs) Cantor's got his little slug, man. He's No, Cantor pulled down, like, almost eight boards last year. Sure, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, he's not a double-double guy. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he couldn't... Those two rebounds go a long way. Seriously. He's close to a double-double guy, but... Motherfucker can't play because he can't play defense. <laughs> Stevens is looking at him like, why am I putting him in the game? But Cantor played better defense than he was given credit for. Mm, he still sucks defensively. Yeah, he was all right. What about Jeff Teague? I'm excited about Jeff Teague. I'm excited about Jeff Teague, another another veteran who's uh, playoff tested. Uh, he has no problem coming off the bench. You're not going to have that issue like, oh, you know, she, he's going to battle there for minutes. I think any minutes that you throw his way, which I think is going to be a good amount, He's fine with uh, instant offense, playmaker. Two point three million dollars. Yeah, give me all of that's Jeff a fucking Teague. yeah. That's a great. That's a great. Give great bargain. Jeff Teague and a big Who has and a, been and they upgrade from you know Wanamaker. I know hey, Sean, you were hey, you were huge hey. on Wanamaker last episode. Watch but, your fucking mouth, kid. But he's going to the Warriors, kid. Don't worry, he's 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 being taken care of. <laughs> oh, he's chilling. He's chilling, man. That that uh. Backing up, backing up Seth. First that girl of his, sorry, that girl of his is going to be excited. First and foremost. Going to San Francisco. San Francisco. Before we talk about Jeff Teague, we got to talk about Brad Wanamaker. No, we, we don't. We really don't. The <laughs> best you can give free your... throw shooter in the NBA in 2019. You can do the video tribute for the first, first home game, right? Yeah, yeah. You you save it, save it, right? Yeah. Yo, does Wanamaker get a video even tribute? No, even though, even though, no, no, no fans will be in attendance to see it. But yeah, sure. <laughs> Just want to make a good <laughs> Why? There's no fans in the stands, bro. Motherfucker, you don't even get it. I guess the real question is, does Kevin Garnett get his number retired? That's supposed to happen this year, too. I uh, know. Mm. They wait. They wait. As long as Kevin's alive. I don't know. I can see Kevin just being like, yo, just bring a bunch of my boys and family. It's cool, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't need fans. We drink, we we'll 40s. stream. We he's like, he's like it's bad enough that this tension's going to be on me. I don't want that. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> Instead of having a bunch of fans, it'll be like a bunch of like former NBA players. like People you haven't seen in years, like freaking... Guys that played like second, third string on the Danny Fortson on the Timberwolves, freaking Chris Carr and like freaking <laughs> Michael Oliver Candy, Tom Gugliotta is gonna pull up, like. Sam Mitchell. He's gonna dust off a bunch of old players. You Troy seen Hudson, years, bro. Terrell oh, Brandon, Troy Hudson was a beast. Troy yeah, Brandon, was, those dreads oh, were dope too. Did you say Terrell Brandon? Yeah, is he still with us? Yes. No, he died. No, he didn't. Uh, no, a lot of point guards have been dying in the past twenty years. All right. Wanamaker, 
was great. But Teague, as like we we looked at the Wanamaker spot and we're like, ah oh, man, okay. Brad, Still alive, guys. Okay, good. <laughs> Still kicking fifty. Fifty at age fifty. R.I.P. Uh, I love the Teague signing. I absolutely love the Teague signing almost more than I love the Tristan Thompson signing, which is hard to think from the way I just defended the Seriously, Tristan Thompson Seriously, for fucking signing. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the Teague signing just because. I hate Daniel Tice. No, <laughs> no I, I, I Teague honestly, better than Daniel Tice. Honestly, <laughs> really I, I, I do think that. I think if Teague and, and, and Tristan Thompson play each other, I think, you know, yeah. Teague would win. Yeah, so, he, went, he went three out of five. Teague's, Teague's career has been derailed by his contract because mm. I think Teague signed. He got a, that stupid contract. Stupid yeah. contract. Well, because he came up the, the all-star uh, yep. selection and yep. that. The year the four of them the win. Year, yeah, the year that they I won like 60 think, plus games. Yeah. One of these. I still think he can play ball, but no one's going to play him if he's just a contract off the bench and they got younger guys and he's been, he's right. been shipped around you know, to bad teams. No, you know that's why this move is, that's uh, why this move is perfect. It's, it's like, okay, it's you go. Genius. You're going to be showcased. You're going to be on one of the top teams yeah. in the East and then you'll get your money the following year. He got traded to the Timberwolves, right? And then that's where they got Jimmy Butler. So like, Jimmy Butler becomes more the point guard than he does. Than he did, yeah. All right? Yep. Jimmy Butler goes. And then they bring in Jamal Crawford, and Jamal Crawford's getting all this run more than 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 Teague. Teague's even coming off the bench most of these games. Timberwolves so hated Teague. So then, yeah. yeah. So then Jamal a fucking fantasy team now. Jamal Jamal goes to the Suns, and then it's fucking Derek Rose that yep. comes in and takes his burn, and it's like, fuck, like, yo, are you still playing? <laughs> no, I just, I just, I do. <laughs> then think he got traded. Got traded to the Hawks last year and barely played. I think six man of the year. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Give it, giving Teague fucking Derek Rose just walks in. He walked right into Derek Rose's comeback. Teague has made his money. <laughs> Fifty points, like nothing. Teague made his money. He's <laughs> made his money. He made what about year is this? He made about twenty twenty two million dollars over the past four fucking years. Tips. <laughs> Remember that team that fucking Al Horford was on? That's when T got signed. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. when they won over 60 games. Everyone, yeah, everyone got their got their 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 bag after but that. Also, <laughs> also, Kyle Corver made the All Star team. Yeah. Teague was a great Teague was a great player the year after that too. But I I think that I don't need him to do 20 points like he did when he was right. he was balling. Yeah. But if you get 13, yeah, like, 14 points year, from like, Teague off the bench. Holder. And you have a legitimate set. What? It's like people who are like, "Oh, fuck it, I would have loved to sign back in 2016." It's like, yeah. "All right, well, relax, guy." All How right. many times we don't we- need, we don't, you know, we, we're not looking to see him go in there and and, and drop 20 a game. Yeah, we don't need all star fucking Jeff T. No one's expecting him to freaking rewind hey, the clock. How many times have we talked about having a legitimate scorer as your backup ball handler yeah. and not having Marcus Smart have or or like you know, I love Brad Watermaker. I but mean, outside he of, can't fucking do nothing. Outside of Rozier, which feels so weird to say that because Rozier was, was like he, he morphed into a starter and then went back and was just sort Rozier. Of, he was in like purgatory and trying yeah, to be like a starter. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> outside of that, yeah. when's the last time Brassy yeah, had someone bad. come off the bench instant offense like that? Like this you is that, this is that guy for him. And we've been asking for it for years. Oh yeah, we've been asking just for take the pressure off of Langford, take the pressure off of those other guys who just who, imagine, who, imagine who you the would bench. have to lean on to go in and score. Jordan Crawford guys, no, the bench now is. The bench now would technically be, if we're going to start Tyson Thompson, which I think we may do. Most smart, matchups. Smart, Teague, Langford. Oh. Williams, guy. Nesmith. Nesmith. No, man. Langford is. Yeah. Langford is injured, bro. And we don't know when the fuck he's going to come back. We'll see you next year, bro. Yeah, Wait. Okay. Time out. 
I actually have some faith in Langford this year. I, I have faith in Langford no, not being a sweat. All right. All right. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's take a trip around you guys the don't like Langford? <laughs> Bro. What have we seen from the... All right. I'm not... No, All we're right. not doing There's this. a reason why they brought in Aaron here. Okay? We'll save it for the Langford episode. This is kid. like August talk. And is this our... Since t- we don't wait. have August talk, we don't have to do this. Yo. So it's great. Okay. We can go right to preseason talk. Yo, All right. Cool. Fuck Langford. Fuck. Pitcher's going to get fucking more burn than Langford. I guarantee you that. Wow. Yeah. Well, because he's healthy. Hey, I, think, I do think Even that. Even when he comes I back, he's going to play more, too. Mm, I think. <laughs> Especially I think, the first week. I think the coaching staff loves Langford. I do. I just got that vibe because they didn't even try to go after a wing. And you got Nesmith, but I don't know if you know enough about Nesmith to be like, like, we had so many wings. And now we have yeah, two but wings. I think that's. No, I mean, no. I, I think the biggest reason was because they had. Everyone's like, wow, you're going to bring back Shemmy? I'm like, well, who the heck else? Fuck what Shemmy! Other, what other wings do you have? You bring back Shemmy. You bring back Javante. You have two of the freaking best wing tandem in the NBA. The best wing I think tandem they're, in the NBA. I think they're okay. You know what I mean? This so, is the best wing tandem in the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Everyone overlooks that. And that's why That's why I led with that. Because people, like, hey, Jalen's not done growing. Jalen's going to be an all-star. I, w- I will say this. And this is going to be the first season where they go in knowing – we are the leaders of this team. It's not Kemba anymore. It's I've, these two. It's Jalen and Jason. I've been saying for years, this team has too many wings. I've been saying for years. That's why I wanted the not that's, sauce. That's why I said trade Jalen Brown because I didn't see him developing into what he was. And you was wrong. Well, that I was mean, that was last year. No, but I just there's too many mouths to feed on the wings. You can't have that. So now you got a good. I think this team is built now a lot more even to say guards. Set. Wings, set. Big man, set. I feel like this team's probably built more evenly than it's ever been built before. Cause it's top heavy, man. And these two, these two ain't done growing. I think that's the thing, man. They, they haven't, they haven't taken the mantle as a cohesive unit. Like that's the problem. Well, not the problem, but that's the next step, I should say, in the evolution. Yeah. Tatum, Tatum's gonna be Stevens... a top motherfucking five player in the NBA. Well, this, this is what Stevens Excuse needs me. to do as a, Improved coach this season is set roles and let it be known from the start of the season, not when the playoffs come around. I also do think that there's going to be something to be said about the crazy season that's about to happen because you're going to need depth. And I think for the first time, we're looking at the Celtics team as like, we actually have depth because in a sprint, you're not going to be able to just play out the way the way your yeah, your top players yeah, but depth, like you're going to need different depth. things because the Celtics had depth two years ago and that didn't get them anywhere yeah, but this is going to be like a 50 game season right no it's still 72 games bro 72 yep good thing you pay attention in case you missed it all right well <laughs> happy christmas This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by betterline.ag the wait is finally over football is back you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on the action right now. The season opening bonuses is the best way to start you off wagering on win division and championship futures today. Head to betonline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. That's betonline.ag. Betonline, your online sportsbook experts. 
All right, let's take a trip around the NBA. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it, the uh, the All Star Game obviously is being postponed this season. It was supposed to be in in Indiana, so now they're saying that it's going to be in 2024 is when Indiana is going to host the All Star Game because in 2022 it's going to be Cleveland. Don't know why, but in 2023 it's also going to be Salt Lake City. So they got the back of the list. Huh? They got the back of the list and the line. Back in the fucking line for the Indiana fucking Pacers. Ugh, fuck Cleveland, huh? Yeah. That's when they're going to come back? For real. Is um the little guy with the glasses still running the Cleveland franchise? Or? What little guy with the glasses, bro? What are you talking about? You know, the guy that's always at the draft lotteries that won like five straight number one picks. Yo, Indianapolis has a low-key, like, little night spot. I've heard that. Area. I've mm-hmm. heard that. So you, you've been promoting a lot of Indiana. I think you enjoyed it. Meriden Street, baby. Mm. Meriden Street. I feel like M Street, baby. Sway just enjoyed being the only Hispanic person in Indianapolis. <laughs> no, honestly, I told you what happened. <laughs> you did. That's what I mean. No. You had that bad. weird white the woman friendly. hit on you? Yeah. And you were no, the only no, Hispanic no, in the no, bar? No, 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 no. Just hit on, not just hit on me. She bought me a drink. When has that ever remotely even been close happened to you, to anyone in Boston, in the history of Boston nightgoers? I get drinks bought for me all the time. Shut the fuck up. From females? From men? No, from females. <laughs> Get the hell from out females. of here. Get out of here. That's the biggest lie I ever heard. And if you're not, if you're saying out, if you're saying this wasn't outside of a college gathering, you are lying. You are a liar. <laughs> so you are high. I mean, because that doesn't count. I'm not talking about running into some classmate. Oh, aren't you in my? Aren't you in my English class? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's an art to this, and you you may not know the art. Is that you buy the first. Drink. No, no, that doesn't count, bro. I'm talking about a chick comes up to you. She Hi, makes the first move. I'm Sarah. What's your name? What are you drinking? I look around. I'm like, where's the camera crew? Are you oh, fucking with me? She probably picked me up. She probably was a tranny. Then. See, no, that's see, why. See, man, see. That's why it's not even worth it. Why are you like this? Yeah. Uh no. For real though, the only time that I've ever been bought a drink, the only time, 2010, Game Seven. I've told you the story many mm. times. I've told you this story many times. Were you crying, and then they, they someone saw you? And had to I mean, you feel better? he didn't have to be. I'm sure you had a you decked out in Celtics gear, depressed, drinking whiskey. I would have bought you a drink too, man. Rando bought me some. Bought me bought me three whiskeys. Where were you at? Patties, Springfield, uh, bro. Of course. Bought me three whiskeys. That's as that's as promiscuous as going to get in Massachusetts, bro. Springfield, yeah, yeah. Massachusetts. <laughs> let me tell you. She bought me three whiskeys, and then said, "Hey, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to watch the most devastating Game Seven NBA Finals loss." To get that, like you see, you see how much that cost someone from Massachusetts. Yeah, because any any other day of my entire it was like the saddest night of your fucking like <laughs> my entire life. I think if anybody bought me three whiskeys and offered to blow me, I mean that's a fucking bomb night. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, but I mean that night I was just like, like I went to the hotel that night and I was just like, you Man, can buy me more whiskeys, but is, I'm not leaving because I'm blacking out here. I went to the hotel. I'm like, yeah, this is what women like. This is the norm. You just you can just go out and like. I gotta pay for a single drink. You don't have to pay for a single <laughs> drink. Nah, man. I've, I've just roll the dice and see who's gonna approach you. I've definitely been in bars before, though. When like you could, fi- you it's a little bit of an art when you're when you're a little bit broke and you want to have a good time and you gotta find the people that are gonna buy the drinks. Yeah, or or dollar shot night. 
Four dollar <laughs> shot night some as I did ridiculous, in Some ridiculous. Hashtag Springfield, baby, bring it back, baby, bring it back. About fifty cent drafts. Fuck you. That was the best. <laughs> Me and Sway, this motherfucker. Hey, hey said, you keep the change, all right? <laughs> this motherfucker. I'd be like, can I get five? Oh yeah, this whole dollar. Thanks, bro. Um, hey, can I get five? Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, beers. Here's three dollars. You can keep tip. She's like, all right, most that. <laughs> She's like, all right, asshole. Most people give a five, but all right. <laughs> kind of on quarters. Like, yeah. oh, uh, give me a sec. I'm broke. Is that ten quarters? So, Hold on, I gotta, I gotta go to Coin Star. I'll be right back. All right, got a bunch of quarters in here. Yeah, I, I that those nights were the best nights when you just looked around and you you realized that That's everybody a, is awful idea by any bar. Everybody <laughs> is chugging beers as fast as they can, and it's gonna get crazy at about ten p.m. I can't believe no one's getting cut off right now. Yeah. Yeah, one of those nights. Uh, even even when Coogan said the one dollar beers in Boston, I'd be like, "Can I get ten beers? Two dollars, two two dollar drafts." Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did dollar drafts. Did they? Oh man, Coogan's? I don't know what kind of nights you went to <laughs> back in 2000, 2011, bro. I thought that was always a thing. Two dollars, two dollar drafts. No, the whole thing was no, it was a dollar, and then it bumped it up to a dollar fifty. Um. Maybe that's what it's it probably two dollars now. You go and fucking hunt weird fucking college chicks. Dude, I haven't stepped faggot. foot in Coogan's and fucking. Yeah, you want to go? Since I was twenty five, bro. Want to go? <laughs> no, I don't. All right, in case you missed it, guys. I want to go. Toronto Raptors. Guess what city they're gonna be playing out of? Nashville. No. You wish. You See, wish. It's uh fucking no. Oklahoma City. No, no, we're, we're gonna go through this list again, huh? Aren't it's we? it's uh you know a hot Las co- Vegas hot COVID bed. Tampa. Why? <laughs> Hot COVID, bud. So they want to kill, kill, they want to kill everybody? Can't go back to Canada. Why bro? are you going to fucking put somebody in Florida when you already got three, why, or Miami, Orlando, you're a, it's two. The only two in Florida? Yes. Yes. Why wow. does like every other sports team have like five in you're, Florida? You're thinking except, of Jacksonville football. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, um, or baseball. Baseball. Tampa Bay, yeah. Or Tallahassee. Tampa, yeah. You know, the, softball. Oh, the Tallahassee Mud Hens. Yeah. <laughs> We're just dead serious. Keep it in there. Oh, man. Good team. Good team. <laughs> Why you put him in the hotbed, though? Why you put him in the hotbed? You know, you know, the West Palm Beach, you know, hooters. <laughs> the West Palm Beach sluggers. <laughs> sluggers. <laughs> Such a minor league team. <laughs> the West Palm Braves. <laughs> the Kissimmee Dragons. <laughs> Tallahassee. Tallahassee. The Tallahassee Tallywackers. <laughs> the Boca Return. The Boca Return birds. No, no. The Boca, <laughs> the Boca Return Okie Dokes. Okie Dokes. <laughs> I just think of bass. I'm from Boca Return. <laughs> the dude with Jake Cole. Dream so, yeah. That's yeah. what they're going to start, guys. That's what they're going to start. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, so that's Kyle not... Lowry's going to die. Yeah. Do that's you know cool. how fucking cold it gets up there in Canada? You know they're excited about this. They're like, what? Word? Winter now, in Florida? Now, does Toronto's free health care transfer to fucking Tampa? That's funny you say that. Because I think Fred, if you uh, Fred Van Fleet made sure it was in his contract. that they, yeah. no, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's like if I, think, I die I think, in Tampa, I think you have to be a resident, you're paying right, my least. family <laughs> yeah, right. a trillion dollars. <laughs> like, ah, oh, fuck it, yeah, COVID, yeah, you'll be all right. That's like the reason why they can't go back to Canada. None of them well, are Canadians. Put, okay, but, but why, why wouldn't you put it in a liberal city? 
Like you're fucking the NBA, you know that the fucking red states are fucking. No, cold those are the central. ones that are yeah. gonna open the doors with open arms. Though. I thing. think, I think too, that has, has something to do with the fact that they were there in Tampa before the bubble started. They were there before anybody. What about Vegas though? Why didn't they put it in Vegas? <sighs> That's a tough spot. That's bro. a tough spot, bro. Yeah. Look at look at the way the Raiders have been playing. That's like six and three. Yeah, but look how freaking jersey chases are in the NBA, and think about the potential like <laughs> scandals. Scandals, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nightwalkers. <laughs> Daywalkers. Or daywalkers, yeah. Daywalkers. Seven AM <laughs> Come out when the when the when the rain has passed and they lay out <laughs> Just ready to suck on everything. Alright, what else we missed? Alright, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, um in case you missed it, congratulations yeah. to Jason Tatum on his five year extension. Max rookie extension. Fuck yeah. Right? The extension is originally worth one hundred sixty-three million, but if he makes an All NBA team every season, yeah. he'll be at potentially up to one hundred ninety-five million. Yep, and nice. a blowjob. All right, and many blowjobs. Um, from let's Chloe. Do this. Let's do this. Let's from do this. Chloe. Let's do this real quick. Next five years, Jason Tatum. Where is he in the? Where do you see his fucking ceiling at? Next the, five years. In the next five years. So from years twenty-three to twenty-seven. Top 28, excuse me. Top five player. That's fucking math what I did that I botched. Top five or are we talking about, I mean, we're talking about like his ranking or what type of player he can turn into? Does he win an MVP in the next five years? No. No. Um, I think he does. Maybe that last one. Maybe. Maybe. I think he does. Maybe. I think he does because I think that the fact that you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the team for four straight years. Oh, yeah. And, that last year is a player option, right? Yep. Oof. And they're going to be. The most dynamic duo once the Durants leave, once the LeBrons leave, once the Hardens get figured out, all that stuff. Like, I don't think there's any, there's no player other than Giannis. Luca. Luca. Yeah. I reserved three spots. I, I can't believe Giannis. I can't believe you didn't bring him up first. I, I reserved three spots. Giannis, Luca. Well, I'm thinking about old heads. I'm thinking about old heads. That's what I mean. Like, Luca, I think is right there with LeBrons. I, he, he's five LeBron, years. Man. I don't know, but he's not going to win MVP. I, I don't think LeBron's going to win another MVP. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about. Okay, we're having two conversations. That's the thing. I'm thinking yeah. about top five players who could be above him, and that's why I'm I'm thinking. Oh, he's got to be top five because I can only think of like three guys that would that would take a spot or that would be yeah. above him. So I think it's going to be Tatum and Luca. Like in a, in, a, in about three years, it'll be Tatum and Luca as the two best players in the NBA. I I, I really I really Damn. feel that way. So Durant will be playing in two years. That makes you feel old. Durant. We'll be yeah, playing, but he'll also we'll be, be playing, he'll be 36 be, years yeah, old. Exactly. There, with the, an Achilles these, injury. These players are going to age. Like, I think that. That's the thing, too. This net thing Harden, is, this is a small window because of that injury. Harden, too. Like, Harden isn't going to be able to do the things he does in three years. I would like to see what Harden is still at. So, Kawhi, out of the equation, too, for you? No, Kawhi. <laughs> Why are you saying it so, like, feel like you're being an no, asshole? No, because <laughs> these are the players that he likes, so I'm just I'm, throwing them out there. Joel, I 1000%, I, I appreciate you bringing this out, but I do think that there's going to be a patch, passing of the torch with this generation because these players are sort of in the same generation. The Kawhis, the, the Hardens, the Curries, the yeah. LeBrons, the. Um, I think it's going to come down to in a, in a couple of it's years. It's like you're either inching towards thirty or you're over thirty. That group, yeah. I guess. Like there's yeah. there's there's a there's these fucking players of Luca and Tatum. They're twenty one and twenty two years old. Yeah. Like in in three years they're going to be twenty five, 
and they're going to be dominant in the NBA, which is crazy to think that they're not even in their prime yet. Yeah. So I do think that I would be surprised. I would be surprised if wherever the fuck I am and what, what year is that going to be? 20, <laughs> 25. 25. Yeah. I uh, if I'm alive. I'll be alive. <laughs> if uh, wherever the fuck I am, come back to me and say, hey, did Tatum win the MVP? I would be shocked if you told me no. All right. Good to know. All right. And if he lost to, to, if, if he lost to Luka three straight years, that's the only way I can see it happening. Okay. Okay. Because um, I think next year is going to be – next year is going to be – He's going to have a handful of MVPs. Next year is going to be old heads again. I think Luka will get snubbed next year. Tatum will get snubbed next year. There'll be a little bit of a drop off. Maybe the next year after that, you Luka think? wins. I think one of those guys could push through. I wouldn't next be shocked year, if Luka next if, year if that team he pushes that team. But uh, Porzingis is a big question mark. That's yo, the thing. You know what I'd love to happen on that team? He could be a candidate already. No, this is my non-Celtics bias, just basketball bias. I would love to see Luka and Giannis play on the same fucking team. Like I don't want the Celtics to get Giannis because I got we got Tatum. You don't think, be okay. Chuck, you don't think Mark Cuban's thinking of the same thing, bro? I'm telling you, bro. That's the most ideal spot. Not a major fucking Hollywood market. Not mm. a fucking not New York. Not L.A. Not Miami. He don't care about stuff like that. Yeah, but he cares about winning. And if you could pair up culture, he cares about the culture. Yeah, and you could pair up Luca and motherfucking Giannis. <laughs> Yo, that's a that is a team that. I don't think we've ever seen before in the NBA. I still think the Celtics could beat them, but you know, <laughs> that, that's always that's always going on. <laughs> that's, that's always a, in the background. That's always happening. That's always in the background because we got Tatum, <laughs> but you know what I mean. All right, here's um, I don't I don't do this often, but I just you know I found it an interesting uh, neato fact I wanted to bring up here. Rondo he just got signed by the Hawks. He's about to play for his uh, seventh team, I believe. Um, no, I believe it's seventeenth. No, <laughs> my stop. <laughs> Joe's like, ah, oh, that's right. I forgot, I forgot the tenth. No, it's the seventh. It's the seventh. Forgot about those ten teams. Oh yeah, you play play for the Tallahassee Tallywagons, dude. <laughs> All right, anyways, uh, it's seven team. Out of those seven teams. Only well, six is, hate him. This is his. Yeah, this is gonna be his seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I think only. Four, I think this, only four because yeah. out of the Celtics six, Lakers definitely don't hate him. Celtics don't yeah. hate him. Yeah. Lakers don't the, hate him neither. Yeah, out of the rings. six previous teams, he's has he's recorded a triple double with five of them. If he records a triple double this year or next with the Hawks, he'll be the first player. No, oh, he's doing that, bro. That that is his life mission until it happens. A triple double <laughs> with six different teams in his career. How many? You know, you know he's going to aim it for the stats. <laughs> Does yeah. he get caught up, Sean? Joel? What? Get caught up with what? You know, I think we go to Atlanta. Oh, uh, Magic City. Yeah, I don't think Rondo's that that type. You know what though? You know what though? I, right. I so the six the six thing. Yeah, he'll do it. But I actually think that him not going back to. Like the Celtics or not going back to a team that he spurned in the past honestly hurts his Hall of Fame chances. I think like you're looking at almost like a journeyman now. The only team that would hurt him, but because it's been so far removed, would be the Mavericks. Every other, every other team, no coaches had any issues with him except for fucking 
uh, yeah, but if you went, boy that if made him piss off. If piss him back, off. No, no, I think what Sean's trying to get at is that you, he's never going to see his number retire because he hasn't spent enough time anywhere. It's very, and, yeah, his number and, retired. Yeah, and Hall of Fame. And Hall of Fame. Like, he's now won two rings. Yeah. And I think that if he keep if since he didn't like just retire, he's not a first. Th- he's not a first ballot Hall of okay. Famer, but I think I'm, he gets there. At I'm some gonna, point. I'm going to put it this way: if he retired after the ring this year, if somebody asked is he a Hall of Famer, it'd be very hard to say no. Now that he's going to Atlanta, I I think if he were to stay, in, if he would have stayed in L.A. and win one more, then then it's really hard. Sure, to, sure. To not let him in. Re up, re up in L.A. Yeah, or go back to Boston. It's or, like, yo, I, I I was a vital piece of two back to back championships, and I I got you know I, I helped, ring in Boston. I helped Boston in way. The big yeah. three, yeah. I wouldn't wonder what I would have Honestly, he was an assist leader for three years in a row. Yeah. He was uh well all all team defense first team twice, all team defense first uh second team twice. Like honestly, he's got the, he's got I'd the even, I'd even leader, yeah, assist leader, leader, assist I'd leader. even give him more. I'd even back to back seasons. I'd give him more credit if he before went back Westbrook, to Sacramento. Before Westbrook, you know, would, would, would go off with triple doubles. It was it was Rondo was leading the league. In I'd give him more credit if he went back to a team that had him before Sacramento. He goes to Sacramento and says, "Hey, you know what?" I left that team. I I was playing with Boogie. I was having a good time. Let me go make this team a playoff contender. Like I don't think that's gonna happen with the Hawks because he's gonna be playing. He's gonna be playing bench minutes with Trey Young. With Trey Young, yeah. yeah. That's like, but if he goes to a team that like Sacramento yeah, and is able to lead them to the playoffs and like and like then you get playoff Rondo. Well, there's two reasons why. Or go back to the Bulls. Like I think the Bulls would be a good spot for him yeah, as but, well. Yeah, but why are, you putting, why are you putting Atlanta so down like that? Yeah, I'm no, saying. I'm putting Atlanta there's down reasons, like that. There's, there's two putting, reasons why though. He went there. Money getting paid 15 mil for two years. Sure. And he's probably gonna retire and become a coach on that that coaching staff. Does. But I uh, okay, fine, fine. But I just think if you're thinking about legacy, because he should be thinking about legacy at this point. Like he's won two rings. He's been he's you, like you've said he's been an all star. He's said all this stuff. Like find the spot that fits best for you to make you look like a Hall of Famer. And I just don't feel like he did it. Maybe is it going to be a good thing for him? Yeah. But I also feel like you know your boy. Young Rondo went to LA and took his spot, and then you went back to where Young Rondo was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just feel like that Schroeder Rondo connection is very strange, weird, and we'll figure it out. It is weird, right? I feel like oh, I feel like almost LeBron was like, I always wanted Schroeder. Get well, Schroeder. Hold on. So then, so let me ask <laughs> it you. Was this. Like, it was like I like both their styles, but I, I want Schroeder more. Actually, right, so let me ask you this: Dwight Howard. About to play for a six team in six years. Is he a Hall of Famer? Well, Dwight Howard also was the best player on NBA Finals team. Best once. player. But. He was the best big man once upon a time. For a year, maybe. So he, he was the best big man for like four years in a row. He did win the defensive player of the year a couple of times, but. Yep. I think, I think that Dwight Howard has a four, much yeah. better. I was going to say Dwight two, Howard four, has yeah. a, and, and, and the NBA. And <laughs> People the, were trying to make their Andrew Bynum yeah. case. Remember them shit? Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Ugh. Big men in the NBA Fucking have Bynum. a much higher chance of w- making it to the Hall of Fame than point guards. We All know right. that. So then, so it, had he not won the championship, he, he, he still was going to get in? Dwight? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good to know. I do think so. He like was a nine time All Star. Well, he won Defensive Player of the Year. That's a big one. Yeah. No, no, a couple fucking times. like nine time in a row All Star, bro. Are you kidding me? There was a lot of great sons back then. <laughs> point guard is a tough. People <laughs> don't fucking do that. At they say at award shows, uh, point guard that's a tough category to succeed. In. <laughs> a little tougher. Uh, By the way, especially the, in the point guard, the, the Rod point guard, the Rod Strickland yo, Award yo. goes to <laughs> not for nothing. This is the golden 
era of point guards and Ray John carved out a, a niche. A niche. He carved yeah. out a story of his own that no one's ever going to forget. And look, the credentials stand by hey, it. I hear you. Like I, I think also. I mean, what? Okay, it's not nine, but was it four? Four All Star selections. You not got nine. you know two All First NBA teams. That's huge. You know to lead the league in steals and assists for you know back to back years. Two All uh, defensive, defensive Second Teams. Yeah. Like two championships. That counts, man. Shit. Went to the finals three times. Paul Pierce never made an All-NBA first team. I mean, it's not that, you know, Rondo's all defensive, but, you know. <laughs> so I feel like this. I, I think like this. I think those sort of credentials go a long way because you stand out in your position. And the fact that he did it during that era when there was so many point guards coming out. Fuck, when's the last time a point guard won MVP before Derrick Rose? Or yeah. after that? Oh, you know, after that, I should say. Steve Nash won before. But I just think he was, throughout all those amazing point guards, Chris Paul, arguably one of the greatest point guards of all time. Nash. He was able to outshine those guys. Well, yeah. I think Deron, Deron Williams. Think yeah, I'll, Deron Williams. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. What he Derrick Rose, man. He what held, he, he, but he what, held his own against Derrick Rose. What he man. did with the Celtics, I think is un, is unquestioned. Yeah. Right? Yo, if he doesn't go down in twenty twelve That's what I mean though. The 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 question about Ray John Rondo and his Hall of Fame status is what he didn't do after after the Celtics. Like he got injured, came back, and then like the Dallas situation, like that that's gonna be a red mark on his name. Yeah, but if he didn't get hurt in Chicago, they could have beat the Celtics that year. Yeah. They would have beat the Celtics they that year. They would have. They had a two O league. Yeah. And and also also I and, do, and, and, I, and the Pelicans, they he brought the Pelicans I, further yep. than they've ever been I ever. Am. I am. With 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 uh but AD I, before he went to the finals. But obviously. I do think that Danny Ainge was right. Danny Ainge was right to say that I need to trade him because if I keep him, he could be the best player on my team, but that team's not going nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. he could be the best player easily. Like, he was in those Bulls playoff games yeah. and on those but Pelican gonna, teams. But they're not going to win championship. But they're not going to make it far. Yeah. Like, like I feel like veteran Rajon Rondo is just coming into veteran Rajon Rondo, like, where he needs to be as, like, a leader with a good team. And then him going to the Hawks, I just feel like, honestly, is a little bit of a setback. So, that's my mm. We shall see. Dwight Howard too, not the smartest guy when it comes to. Uh, Dwight Howard's an idiot. I mean, he, the reason why he even get he didn't get resigned by the Lakers because he announced that he was signed by the Lakers and the Lakers was like, Wait, why did he do? We that? didn't do this, right? Like, yeah. Take that shit down. Wait, where did he get resigned by? He, he got, got resigned by the Lakers. No, no, he thought he did. He tweeted out. He tweeted out. LA was like, who the fuck told you that, bro? Yeah. Take that shit down. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the, and then go? the Sixers, the Sixers came out and that same day and were like, we're gonna offer you this. You need to take it today. Or we're taking it off the table, so we signed with the Sixers that right, same day. So, so, <laughs> edit, edit your post and put Sixers instead of Lakers. Twitter won't let me do it. <laughs> I gotta delete it. Uh, Dwight, figure it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving to uh, all our listeners out there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eat up all that turkey, motherfuckers. Eat up all that turkey. Stay Yo, safe. Wash I your hands. You, I hope you eat that stuffing. Wear your masks. What kind of stuffing, you guys? What's what's in your stuffing? Nothing from you, bro. The way you just said stuffing. All <laughs> <laughs> that stuffing. Yeah, that's a little creepy. What do you, you do guys, with that stuffing, bro? You guys got me on Dwight Howard real quick. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, you know the vibes. You know you know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> so this edition of wait, 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 wait. you missed it. It's oh, you got you got a bonus. You got this a bonus. Is an important question. Right, what, what kind of stuffing? Like no homo. <laughs> Fucking what's in? Yo, your, so what you what you stuff with? Yeah, yo, no, no homo. What's yo. in the stuffing? If we yo, if how we you knew, stuff though. If we knew, we wouldn't be here because <laughs> Mama Pavone doesn't just tell you what's in her I recipes. Mm. That's true. 
and, and you can't just like, chill like if in the I tell you, I'm like, yeah, like, because she'll be like, what you what are you doing here? Like, bounce. I'll call you when food is ready. Yeah. Yo. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a Portuguese thing. The Portuguese stuffing is. Pork, bacon, that Portuguese stuff, cabasa. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> All about their pork, Charisse, anything yeah. packed in casing. Chorizo, chorizo. Ah, oh, that's in casing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Any Charisse. meat packaged in casing goes in that motherfucker. You know what? So I, I had a little bit of a an an impasse dating a Spanish woman. I grew up knowing the meat as chorizo because Portuguese people call it chorizo. Mm-hmm. And then I started dating Paula, and she goes, "Yeah, chorizo." But I'm like, no, it's Charisse. We must be talking about different shit. That sounds mad weird. It's the same, bro. No, it's Latin. Charisse. No, Charisse. I I would think the root of it is Charisse. The Latin word is probably Charisse. No, but I I do think that it's different shit because I've had Portuguese Charisse and it's close to Charisse. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, Yeah, close to Charisse. Yeah, the the pork is probably different. It's different. Yeah. That's what's in the Portuguese. You get that shit. If it says chorizo, you don't fuck with it. If it says chorizo. Yeah, I went to the Dominican spot today, and the dude gave me a free uh, that, that uh, fried cheese. Yeah. That's hot. I fucking was so jealous, bro. Queso frito? I've never had it before. Gonna give you salami? Get no. that for breakfast with some f- eggs. It wasn't a fucking breakfast meal, bro. Hey, by the way, fuck you. Next time you go. Yeah, I'm gonna get you a plate, bro. Give me you a know fucking what? No, no, plate. No. Next time I, I know I'm coming here. I'll Go there. Myself, yeah. I'll fucking send you $50. I'm going to put it. <laughs> Damn. He's like, I want $50 worth of cheese. Bro. <laughs> I can get an extra large plate that's like $12 and you and Paula can easily split it. You know they how, give you so much you know fucking food. You know how happy Paula will be if you bring that shit here? I'll, I'll pull up with that. <laughs> <laughs> she instantly smells it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. All right. As always, check us out <laughs> on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your latest Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Hashtag justice for Brianna Taylor. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And real quick, guys, yo, RIP to Diego Maradona. Mm. Oh, man. No, 2020 fucking strikes once again, man. Too, too young, man. Jesus, dude. Uh, you know you know what, though? All right. Honestly, he lived a great life. He lived a, he lived on the wild side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that, you know, I think he I think he realized that in the later years and tried to tone it down. But once you live that wild side, you, you live that wild side. So. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you don't know what kind of demons he was fighting. Maybe he was, yeah. maybe he was in and out. Maybe he, I don't know. You never it's know. Just, it's disappointing because, obviously, 2020 has been such a difficult year for everyone. And you just don't know what he was going through the last six months or so. But, no, but no I think, I, but, but I think, like, forget about forget about how old he was for a second, and just think about how much of a great, no, a legendary fucking player he was. He's yeah. probably one of the top, yo, full disclosure, five soccer players of all time. Full disclosure, of all time. Full disclosure. Papa Pavone's favorite player of all time. Yes, really? Over Pele. Yep. Play, he loves himself loves to play, play right now. He, he, he modeled his game just like him. Play yeah. just like him, too. Man. Yo, I Crazy. Love that I don't know. I love that, 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 was, that, I was love his, that yeah. shit. That was his idol. Because you know what? I, I, I think the same way. It's different players. Mm-hmm. It's different players. But, like, you know, there's there's something to be said about people that model their game after, you know. I mean, I, I this is weird. I modeled my game after Batistuta. But, I mean, that was just me. Nah, that's not weird. <laughs> that was just me. <laughs> that was just me, you know. That was just like a weird time in, if, like, if soccer gonna, history. If you're going to say, like, Freddie Adu, then, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. No. <laughs> Freddie Adu. No, Batistuta oh, was what I modeled my, modeled my game after. But, like, that was just because I, I love 
fucking watching Argentinian soccer. <laughs> but all of that came from Maradona anyway. Yeah, that's true. He got it from that's him. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling you. I, I mean, he he was – his long hair was fucking insane. That was great. I just think there's it's so much cool to be said. Hair, there's so much to be said about anyone who's just great. One of the greatest at well, this sport. So well, I, I that do doesn't th- happen. No, all that, that, that people who really follow the sport know how great you are. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? You know what? I think that his records are still being broken. Yeah. Like even with the Ronaldo's and the Messi's, like they've just like within the last five years have broken Maradona's record. And he would show like respect and love to those dudes. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, and you know what? The he loves love the game. Fuck, yeah. fuck post career shit. Like yeah, was he? Fat and an alcoholic, yeah. But, like, was he the best Argentinian soccer player of all time? You can't argue that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't I don't care what people do after that. Like, when you've cemented your legacy, you sort of get, well, no, you definitely get more leeway than you should. Yeah. And did he push it to the limit? Yeah, but, you know, people fight. People, people have to deal with fame different ways. You mm, know what I mean? True. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. Maradona. Just uh, take away what he did. On the hey, field. I'm gonna it's go true. outside. I'll go outside right now and do the Maradona move that I learned back in the day, man. Careful, man. Grass is wet, man. You don't want to fall and bust your head. Hey, you know what? I would do it. There you let's, go. Let's wait and till I'm, the sun comes up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, still, I'm still good. Let's wait till daylight. I still got it. Yeah, yo, Patreon. Dot com slash Causeway. What we oh. what we got on this week's Patreon? Yeah, man, check us out. Um, uh, Joel's COVID scare. You'll find Ooh. out how, what happened there. Joel's COVID scare. And let me tell you, let me tell you. Wait, Joel's got COVID? It's a doozy. Let me tell you both right now. I think I got a mask on, guys. It's by a mile the most listened to episode thus far. So, really? Yeah, it's, it's you don't want to miss it, guys. Uh, we also have the what else we have next week coming up? I have um. Uh, but one on one sit down with Isaiah Thomas. Ooh. Now Isaiah's been in the news recently because uh, he's been um, obviously trying to make his his next uh, comeback in the NBA. He's been playing pickup games with you know guys like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, John Wall, and they're all like, "Yo, this dude is back." You know, yeah. it's, it's not just him saying it this time. So, um, so yeah, I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be appropriate to 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 drop my uh, my one on one I had with Isaiah the last time he was at TD Garden as a member of the Washington Wizards. He talked about obviously the good times in in Boston, um, the emotional times of you know everything he had to deal with. It's a really really good episode, and, and I, I can't wait to share. It. And as soon as you subscribe, you listen to that. Go to collegesheet.com to see his interview mm-hmm. with the Boston Globe. Yeah, yeah. Let's get Isaiah on the next podcast, bro. We can get him. If I could convince his agent that's going to lead to a fucking deal, he would do it. <laughs> no, no, let's get him. Yeah. Let's get him. All right, guys, be safe. Till next time. <laughs>